Hello, and thank you for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Miles, and I am not joined by Mark and Jackie, because they have decided that raising their child is more important than your listening experience. Instead, I'm joined by great friend of the pod, Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello. Okay. This podcast is normally about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the TV show. We were in the middle of covering the latest part, Stone Ocean, part six. Uh, And then Mark and Jackie had their child. So what we're doing in the interim is I'm doing a lot of talking on the podcast. And we asked listeners if they wanted me to cover, to continue covering Stone Ocean. And they said no. (laughs) (laughs) That's a vote of no confidence. Yeah, that's that's how I take it. And uh, so I get to do uh, whatever I want. Uh, But this week, I've decided to bow to the people and do a current and popular anime called Chainsaw Man. So Tim and I are going to talk about Chainsaw Man. If you're interested in listening to all of us talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, you can go to anchor.fm slash jjbpod. And before we talk about Chainsaw Man, we must... Take a stop in. Mark is always really good at coming up with these on the fly, but we're going to check our, we're going to go to Jojo's bizarre pod at gmail.com and read the emails that you've sent to us. The email devil. The email. We're going to visit the email devil. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. (laughs) Okay. So we have two emails this week and I'm going to read them uh, both because Tim doesn't have access to our email. Okay, Tim, so listen up. Mm, mm-hmm. This The subject line of this email is Jailhouse Lock, and it's from Katie. Katie says, one, hi, JJB Pod. I have four things I want to cover. Two, congrats, Jackie and Mark, and hope everything goes well with the baby. Three, Jailhouse Lock reminds me of what it's like to be really high and have your attention bounce from one thing to the next. One, hi, JJB Pod. I have four things I want to cover. Peace, Katie. Did you get that reference, Tim? I shamefully I am behind. Oh, okay. On, <laughs> I'm assuming it is using the mechanism of jailhouse lock. Yes, in which the victim can only remember three things. I got it, Katie. Uh, Good job. What it's like to be really high for me is that I get pretty scared of stuff, so I don't like to do it. Anyway. I, yeah, I I usually just get less anxious, mm-hmm. and I'm assuming there's an inflection point that I've been fortunate enough not to hit. Yeah, I, well, I mean, for me, I I pretty much always hit it, so now I avoid getting high. I think it th- maybe it's like I can I can have up to three high, and then on the fourth, it's like the lock is off. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. The next email. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I just. I can't. I can't be Mark. I'm sorry. I'm, no, that it's. But I'll do my best. It's fired what you said. I just wanted to move on. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, don't don't be offended. I just have to read these emails, okay? No, it's. I'm here to support you. <laughs> You're doing great. Uh, we'll see how this goes for the remainder of the time that Mark and Jackie are raising their child. <laughs> 
this this era of the podcast is called bear with me everyone bear with me uh the next email the subject line is chainsaw man hmm hmm it's from camilla Hey, oh gang, Miles, you should talk about Chainsaw Man. It's a really good show, and its animation budget and talent is absurd. And also, there's a little chainsaw dog who's very cute. Camilla, Camilla, you're in luck. Because we're, as I said, we're talking about Chainsaw Man. The, Spoilers. The little chainsaw dog is very cute, but we'll get to that, okay? Uh, also, do you like, be, <laughs> be like Camilla, write in, and tell us what... Well, tell me, Tim, I don't know if you're going to be here every week. <laughs> uh, that's up to you. I mean, <laughs> I'll exist hopefully every week. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but uh, please suggest things for this podcast to cover. Otherwise, it's going to be like whatever I want. And you may not like that. Anyway, that's all the emails. If you want to write in and tell me what to watch. Remember, that email is again, Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com we're also on twitter what i should have done is this week is logged into twitter and said hey we're gonna watch chainsaw man so we got more emails that was all the emails but yeah you can find us there i i deleted twitter off of my phone because it felt bad to use it Mm. so that's not the best way to reach me personally but maybe maybe mark and jackie are checking who knows It, it exists though we also have a <laughs> Discord. One of the uh, friends of the pod set it up, and you can find the link in the show description. I'm on there. Tim's on there. Uh, Mark is on there. It's fun. Okay, before we begin to talk about Chainsaw Man, did I mention we have a Patreon? No. We do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash jjbpod. You can support our show for just one dollar a month that gets you access to the patreon feed uh where we have extra content including my very occasional i mean it's supposed to be every week but i i like who knows if i'll do it this week but it's a newsletter called was that a reference to in which i explain the random stuff that we talk about on the podcast mark has extra show notes and we'll sometimes upload like stupid stuff that is way too far off topic to be a real part of the show but you can find that on the patreon feed for three dollars a month the next tier we will thank you by name like this thank you blu-ray brian mm, nombre no digas daniel dalton Madison Joestar, Soliloquy, Kassoon, Lord Zendar, Jumbo, Katie, Bloof, Dylan, Caden, Austin, Tim. Tim, thank you. Oh, I just feel it feels it feels weird when I'm here when you do that. <laughs> Maybe it's a different t- we don't know that it's me. No one who's gonna confirm. It is you, Tim. Tyler, thank you. Camilla, thank you. And Chad, thank you uh is that all of the admin there is well i don't know if we're we normally a lot of the time we have a 15 dollar patreon tier but uh, it's not running right now so don't bother okay i think that's all the admin before i can begin to talk about chainsaw man with the aforementioned tim tim welcome to the podcast thank you it's a pleasure to be here (laughs) 
so this week we're watching Chainsaw Man. Tim, I've only watched three episodes of Chainsaw Man. What is your experience with Chainsaw Man? Well, fortunately, despite my earlier blunder with JoJo's references, I am one of those insufferable people who has read the manga. Okay. Uh, and is up to date with the anime. Okay. Um, and the anime's still coming out. It's new, which is nice for all of you listeners, and it's extremely popular. So, if you you know you if you're listening to a podcast about Chainsaw Man, you already have an opinion on it, and you're just going to get my uh, much less informed opinion. So, apologies in advance. Uh, okay, so Chainsaw Man, if you're not aware, is about this kid named Denji whose dad died while owing a giant debt to the Yakuza. And the way he pays it off, or the way he is attempting to pay off the debt at the beginning of the show, is he's hunting devils with the help of a little devil dog named Pochita, who has a chainsaw on his head. And the Yakuza basically pays him for every devil that he kills. And in this episode, the Yakuza betray him. He gets seemingly killed, but then Pochita sacrifices his own life to revive Denji. And now Denji is part devil, part regular man, and all chainsaw man. We'd watch you watch this show already. This is devil. It's is Denji a devil man now? That's right. I mean, yes, this is a good point. This is a theme that is well trodden, trod in anime, where there's a dude and he's a little bit demony, and we see what happens. Um, but I will say, like, about the premise, I, I know that it's something we've seen before. But I was immediately in love with Pochita. I was immediately in love with the idea that, like, this little dog just wants his, like, sad sack master to live out his pathetic little dreams. It it makes Denji very easy to root for. Even though, like, his whole, his whole goal <laughs> at this point, in the first three episodes I saw anyway, is just to touch boobs. But I know that it's only because he's had such a crappy life that he doesn't know, like, any real things to go after. Tim, is it any different? I, I know you've seen both. Like, are there any ways that the manga dovetails in that respect? Or is, has it been pretty faithful in those first three episodes? I, it's almost faithful to a fault. Like, this first episode, I went back and actually reread the opening chapters just to, like, resituate myself. And, like, it's shot for shot just the manga chapter okay. and the fact that it's one chapter for the entire episode is kind of like the difference is the pacing that's like where i feel it the most because this is a drawn out like the decision to kind of like have everything be this slow definitely like is something i feel coming out of the manga um i don't dislike it and i think it felt the like i felt it the most in the first three episodes but yeah that's definitely a big difference and i think like 
there are ways in which like the, the stuff about touching boobs or whatever, like it's easier to breeze past that and feel like it's less of this huge deal uh, in the manga. Okay. It's definitely a huge deal to Denji. And I was going to say that like the, I mean, so far, and it's sort of a simple one, but the theme of the show seems to be like, everyone has a dream and Denji's dream is to touch boobs and we'll get into like some of the other characters' goals and how they may end up conflicting. Uh, but like I said, I can sort of forgive that it's such a simple and dumb thing to go after because I love Pochita and I, I want that little chainsaw dog to be happy. So I wanted to touch on what you said about it being really faithful to the manga because I think my first impression was that it's so well suited to be animated like the huh like the i i think the the character designs and the monster designs and all the gore it's like we've seen really well grounded anime but i think this show really takes advantage of the medium well does that yeah i well and the the tidbit that i do know that's kind of fun for this is like and i feel like i should have prepared look this up real quick there is like an actual like person in charge of devil design for the anime adaptation and so i think some of like what has worked well in the transition is that this being such a popular manga helped attract like a certain talent maybe that's kind of the vibe like it, it feels like one of those things where whoever's working on this probably is a fan and like wanted to do a good job and i think that comes through um, but yeah, you're. I I have also seen a lot of people frustrated with the use of like 3D animation so heavily in the first episode, and so I'm glad that you're. I'm glad you're enjoying it in that way. Yeah, I I I mean, I did. There are, yeah, there is part of it that's like CGI ish, but I think it gets better. I think it was only really, I don't want to say chunky or like it was only really noticeable as like in this first episode. Uh, when he was fighting with all the zombies, I thought it was very mm. CGI-ish there, and it was like noticeably yeah. like a computer made this. But I don't know. I think it oh. got better. It's like by episode three, I was like very into the animation. Okay, follow up. Follow up on the fun tidbit about the devil director. Mm-hmm. It is actually someone who did devil animation direction and animation work for Devilman Crybaby. Oh. Uh- another parallel to devilman crybaby so i feel like chainsaw man if you are the type of sicko that enjoyed all the the fucked up little dudes in devilman crybaby that's this is a strong endorsement to watch this show i do love the fucked up little dudes this show reminded me of just in terms of like the art style of the show super jail have you seen super jail i've seen like two episodes of super jail years and years ago yeah so it's just like really over the top gore violence uh which i like like i don't know if you're gonna do cool animations make them really crazy and over the top like there's there is something to be said for a really well-grounded anime but like this is what cartoons are for this one to me feels distinctly like pulp horror in a way that like devilman crybaby doesn't quite um like the the first big villain is the zombie devil Mm mm-hmm and even just going back and looking at the page in the manga where he busts through its head, it's, it just looks like a horror movie poster from the like 70s or 80s. 
I like the there was like a tomato one too. Oh yeah, the tomato devil. I love the tomato devil. Like the the random <laughs> ones that just don't make any sense. Like zombie devils would a tomato devil is what I'm all about. Yeah, when I think later on the the, the in, it's is it in episode 2 or 3 they talk about what a devil is in this world and yeah, we can revisit that. I don't know that we well we can talk about it. I don't know that they do cover like exactly what a devil is in this world, but if they do, please explain it to me because I want to know. And if you if you can't tell me like what the thing the deal is with like these different devils and their like their power levels, then maybe it's Oh, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. We can get to that cuz they explain it later. Mm-hmm. Um Basically, that's what happens in this episode. I'm not going to like super recap it, but by the end of this episode, Denji is a chainsaw man and he ends up being, he, he kills a bunch of Yakuza after transforming into the chainsaw man, Yakuza who have transformed into zombies. And he is discovered by Makima, who is part of an organization called the Public Safety devil hunters and he collapses into her arms and that's how episode one ends tim do you have any stray thoughts on episode one before we continue um how do you feel about the decision to make posita talk at the end of episode one i respect it i wasn't mad about it does he not talk in the manga oh he does i just feel like there's there's it's one of those things where I think sometimes mascot characters talking is like a cardinal sin to some people, mm. you know, like they could have showed and not told. I think like, it was fine. You know what it is? It, you know, I'm remembering this because I think Pikachu talks in one of the newest like See, Pokemon movies that I don't like. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know why it's because, I, well, that's. It's different because Pikachu's like supposed like no that doesn't make any sense. It's disturbing to me that Pikachu talks and I don't like it. I don't because it was episode one. I was just like yeah okay sure right. Like if you had had you know like fifty seasons of Chainsaw Man and then all of a sudden you have a voice actor for Pochita. I can't remember. Does Pochita continue to talk? I don't think so. Right. Pochita's basically dead now. Yep. So. I see I can I could see the argument against it that Pochita doesn't need to talk. Like if Pochita hadn't talked, I probably would have gotten it. But I maybe wouldn't have gotten it as much. So maybe I found the things Pochita has to say incredibly touching and moving. Yeah, I think it helped me yeah. fall in love with the concept of the show. Okay, so thank you for asking. I'm now fully pro Pochita talking. All right, that's good. <laughs> it's good. It's it's important to, it, with these popular seasonal anime. You really just gotta gotta have a firm position. Yeah, you've got to you know? be on the record. <laughs> uh, okay, what happens next is okay. So Denji gets discovered by Makima, who's this pink-haired babe. He thinks that she's a babe. She has. Do you you what? Do you not think she's a babe? I don't think. So. I don't think so. I here's what I'll say. I think she's very alluring, but it's her personality that gets me, you know, Tim? Ah, you're not. Okay. Interesting. It's like the idea that she could be 
an evil person who's going to murder the main character of the show, maybe. I don't know her intentions. And she's totally, like, teasing Denji. Maybe teasing's not the right word, but she is very aware that she has Denji wrapped around her finger. Because Denji's, like, all about her. She's He's... He's already in love with her. He wants to touch her breasts. He wants to do it with her. And that's the reason. I mean, part of the reason is that he's a little bit forced to. That's the reason that Denji follows her slash is dragged in a car to Devil Hunter's headquarters in Tokyo. Right, because she's basically, she runs into him. Her job is to kill devils. He's basically a devil, but he killed a devil. So she's like, you have two options. Right. We kill you or you become our dog. I think she specifically says my dog. Yes. Yeah. Um, and while they're eating at the rest stop, which we'll talk about, Denji asks, what kind of guys are you into? Which I, I know that's a move. I don't know that's, if it's one that I've ever pulled or one that I would ever pull or one that I would recommend that anyone pull. But anyway, she says Denji type. Or something like that, which is like a total continuing to wrap him around her finger. But which I also found very alluring. Ah, uh, oh, so you like girls who are into Denji's. Yeah, exactly. That's understandable. <laughs> At Devil Hunter headquarters in Tokyo, Makima informs him that she's that Denji's going to work with this hard ass named Aki Haya- Hayakawa, a man bund senior hunter and Hayakawa is not down with this he beats denji up because i guess because he thinks that denji's not serious and he's just going to get killed on the job and also because denji's like openly hitting on makima yeah and so i don't know if if Hayakawa is also attracted to makima or it's just like stop hitting on my boss kind of thing but yeah, he beats Denji up and says that he should quit the job before he gets killed. Denji's. I think maybe my 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 read on this is maybe that because of years of Chainsaw Man Twitter corrupting my brain, my assumption is just that everyone's into Makima. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe that's it. Uh, even I'm into Makima at this point. Uh, Denji kicks Hayakawa in the balls many many times, which I enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was very funny. <laughs> but yes, that is how <laughs> Denji announces that he is here to stay because Hayakoa tries to get him to quit and Denji says, no, I'm going to kick you in the nuts uh, until you accept me as a coworker." <laughs> I want to interject. We touched on the rest area. I want to talk mm. about rest areas, Tim. Ah, uh-huh. Okay. Speaking of kicks in the nuts. That's right. <laughs> So I have to drive a lot between North Carolina. I don't have to drive. I I see my family in New Jersey, and I live in North Carolina. So I have to drive back and forth a bunch. Uh-huh. So I experience many rest stops. My hot take is that Arby's is pretty good. Have you? What do you think of Arby's? Oh, I actually don't know that I've ever eaten at an Arby's. I've I've been to rest stops before. I don't want I don't want this to be like a, you know, Tim's the elitist West Coast. I know I've already Too good said for things about being 
a West Coast snob. I had some coffee takes on a podcast a while, but, but I feel like at a rest stop, I just go with like a McDonald's because it's it's consistent. Mm-hmm. Like you're never gonna like nothing at one McDonald's ever really tastes that different from another. Like I had a Big Mac in in Tokyo, and it tastes like a Big Mac. You know, it's like that kind of. <laughs> It's never going to be fucked up beyond the level that it already exists as this fucked up little thing. Yeah, um, I accept that. Wait, do they not have rest stops in the West Coast? They do, but I feel like it's... Everyone always just looks up whatever is, like, a little less rest stoppy and then just drives over there. Because the, the okay. trip you make in, in California often is, like, from L.A. to the Bay Area and, like... Well, I don't know. I guess it depends on how big your bladder is. Maybe people who have to stop every, like, one hour are hitting up more of these. But, uh... So then... Okay, so... So, yeah. So you go over consistency. You go for consistency on a road trip. Yes. I respect that. I have to drive with a a two-year-old, so I make multiple Uh, stops. And one of them always is McDonald's. I'll grant you that because, like, we know that that's gonna he's gonna eat that. But I had an Arby. <laughs> I'm a, I'm kind of adventurous with fast food because I like most of it is bad to me, so I'll just like try whatever. Yeah, you might as well at that point, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So the thing that I liked that I got at Arby's on a recent road trip was they had <laughs> they had fish and chips. Ah, so that is fast part food of the seafood that they would have. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. I got fast food seafood, and it was delicious. Like the breading was excellent. Uh, it was actually pretty wow. good. Wow. Yep. Try that Arby's. Did they tell you fish. like what kind of fish it was? Or no, was of it course just, not, like, Tim. <laughs> okay, I, I listen. It's it was white. It was flaky, uh, and that's all I wanted to know. That's that's you know. Okay. I maybe next time. Next time I have to stop at a rest stop, maybe I will try an Arby's. Yeah. I feel like if I'm gonna be adventurous with fast food at a rest stop, I'm gonna try whatever the fuck Taco Bell has on mm. their special menu. Because I last time I looked at a Taco Bell promotion, they had a just a giant fucking cheese it <laughs> on something, which is about as far from quote unquote authentic Mexican cuisine as I think one can get, and yet I'd fuck up a cheese it. Yeah, they're they're just really they're pushing it to its limits. Like authentic Mexican food is like is like like fifties big band jazz and Taco Bell is like they're adding like electronic music. They've got a drum machine, they've got auto tune. Like <laughs> you calling Taco Bell the electro swing of Tex Mex cuisine? Yes. They're pushing like <laughs> it's barely recognizable as what it originally was. They're just pushing the limits. I feel like at some point too, they they like they just speed it up to one point eight x speed and put an anime girl over it and upload it to YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, uh, okay, sorry. One more food take. Taco Bell though is like it's a little hard to eat in a car. That's all I'll say about it. Uh huh. That's fair. That's extremely fair. Okay, my other food takeaway for this was a very foodie episode. So at the rest stop. Which sounds amazing to me. Uh, Makima feeds Denji udon. And my opinion about this is that if you're super hungry, which Denji was, he was like starving because he was extremely poor because of all his, all his money was going to the Yakuza. 
I think I would want something that I could eat right away rather than like a hot soup. That's all. So here's something that's interesting because I went back and reread the manga early chapters. In the manga, Denji gets udon and a hot dog. Okay. So you can eat the hot dog while waiting for the udon to cool. That's great. Which is great, which is like perf- exactly what you said, right? Like if I was super hungry, I would definitely just like get not just the udon. Like the udon to me is appealing. I think you got curry udon mm-hmm. and like that's a solid large meal. Yes. Like, that's super good. But like you said, it's kind of hot. So you get the hot dog to go first. But then in the manga, Denji goes off screen and kills a devil in the meantime, which doesn't happen in the anime. And I was very surprised by that. Oh, that's weird. I don't think they needed it. I Not to compare to the manga over and over again but yeah i i thought it flowed fine i did mm-hmm. find it another alluring thing that makima did was she fed uh denji the udon like she mm-hmm. just has a lot of hot girl energy yeah which i think is her power i mean she probably has some power but because of her weird eyes but that's what it is so far miles are you saying that anyone with weird eyes has is a devil is that what you're saying uh I yes, that's what I'm saying. Wow, there's a lot of characters in Naruto. You're gonna have to apologize to later. <laughs> okay, uh, sorry to all those characters in Naruto. Uh, okay, here's what I think of the characters so far, and how their motivations intersect. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I wanted to write this down to help me understand. But, okay, so Denji wants boobs. Correct. Makima wants, I don't know what she wants. Like Just like any hot girl, right? It's very mysterious. Hayakawa, Denji has identified that he must want some kind of revenge because he mentions, I think in this episode, mm-hmm. that devils killed his family. He mentions this while they're going on their first mission to kill a devil who's in a house somewhere. So Denji's like, maybe his dream is to get revenge on these devils for killing his family. And that's where Denji makes his little speech about maybe everyone has a dream that they're chasing. Power, who we meet at the very end of this episode, I think, just wants her cat back so far. So Denji and Makima are not conflicting because Denji wants Makima's boobs and Makima just wants to be in charge of Denji, I guess. That's symbiotic to me. I mean, I feel like if someone wants to touch part of your body and you want control over that person, that's kind of like... It's pretty perfect. Malleable. Yeah, it's pretty perfect. It's going to work out. Him and Hayakawa, they hate each other. Power and Denji... I mean, we're going to... They spend a lot of time together in episode three, so we'll go into that. But I'm curious about where they go. I think everyone is cool looking. I have no idea what time period this takes place in. Nobody seems to have a cell phone, as far as I can tell, but everyone looks cool. I like that they all wear ties, and I like that Denji and Power have high tops. There was a joke going around at some point that they all dress like Mormons. (laughs) But I do think in spite of that, I agree that everyone looks super slick. I am a big fan of Aki. I think Aki's hot, Hayakawa. I think he... And you'll you'll get more of him in the anime than is in the manga in a way that I very much appreciate. But Okay. Yeah, I didn't want to discount Hayakawa's hotness as well. He just seemed meaner. But he does have a lot going for him. He has 
cool piercings. He has tall hair. And he carries a sword, which are all hot traits. Yeah. About the more like I didn't get Mormon. I got like um maybe it is Mormon, Jesus. Well Makima like like someone specifically I think was talking about cosplaying Makima and they're like, I can't like I can't just go out and Makima cosplay because I'll just look like a fucking Mormon. And it's like, yeah, no, that's not wrong. Are Mormons the only people who wear suits anymore? Like I feel like it's it's like specifically the like no jacket, like tucked in shirt, tie yeah. kind of look, right? It's that very like neat version of it. It's either you're a little too fond of Tarantino or you're a Mormon. I feel like there's no in between. That's what I got from it was Tarantino. Uh, that feels intentional too. I think that this 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 whole thing to me feels like I am not a movie person before anyone gets at me. I know that like the OP for the show has a lot of very specific movie references and stuff like that. We should maybe link the tweet in like a special thing that kind of goes over that. But um, okay. Yeah, it's. It, I do think though that that is like this author probably was inspired to some extent by these things. Okay. Rather than Mormons, probably not. I'd feel like if you were really into Mormons, you maybe wouldn't wouldn't have a show about. <laughs> well, you know, now that I say it, killing demons does. Mm, yeah, that's mm, right. Mm. <laughs> the mangaka Tatsuki Fujimoto is <laughs> wikipedia wikipedia does not have an exact birth date for him sources differ on whether he was born in 92 or 93 but either way that is like about <laughs> the age where you like uh where you watched pulp fiction when you were a teenager where somebody could have shown you pulp fiction mm-hmm. when you were a teenager and it became a huge part of your identity but the mormon thing is compelling tim uh secret mormon <laughs> chainsaw man secret mormon question mark yeah. we can just well, maybe file that away for later and revisit. Let's it not it rule out the Mormon through. thing. And as I continue to watch, I'll I'll look at it through a Mormon lens. I feel like of all the anime fans who would knock on my door and try to convert me, you know, Chainsaw Man's not the bottom of that list. Are you not already a convert? I mean, <laughs> I was I was into it before it was cool, Miles. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's like um. You're like Catholic, I guess. You're like I was raised. You know what? Yeah. Who are all these? Who's this Martin Luther guy? <laughs> oh, oh, don't get me started on Martin fucking Luther. <laughs> Nine, how many theses do you fucking need, my guy? Yeah. Jesus. This could have been an email, Martin Luther. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay, those are the things I wanted to say about episode two. Tim, do you have any other thoughts on episode two of Chainsaw Man? I think the thing that Denji does where Makima asks if he can eat by himself and he says, yeah, no, (laughs) I didn't notice that smart kid. Like, I think this is one of those details that's maybe easier in the way the manga is set up because it's like you're reading. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like I did catch it when I watched the anime around this time. And it's like it's it's fun to see how much as well this plays into the dog imagery because like Denji fused with Pochita, who's a dog. Mm -hmm. And now there's this woman treating him like a dog and he is basically choosing to be fed like it's the whole thing is very neat yes in a way that i think the first time when i was reading it i wasn't paying as much attention to it but it's very like it's all there baby denji's i'm not gonna say he's a furry (laughs) uh, but i'm not you don't don't say it (laughs) other random thoughts i had um, i 
with questioning whether Makima has a power. She does mention that she has a particularly good sense of smell, which I guess counts as like a special ability. Like she's able to immediately, she's able to tell that Denji is not quite human, not quite devil. Mm. Well, I mean, that's a Mormon power. That's just, oh, okay. yeah, this is consistent with, um, you can smell devils when you're, yeah. The other funny thing is that Denji that has to live with Hayakawa and I think objectively we could say that Denji seems like a really bad roommate. He doesn't seem mm. to be, a, I mean, he, he spends too much time in the bath, which is annoying because this apartment seems very small. Uh, and he just seems like an annoying human being. It's very messy. Mm-hmm. I do like that he is shown putting a bunch of jam on toast because in episode one, that's like his dream breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then he achieves it. But yeah, no manners. It is funny that he has gotten everything that he wants already in episode two. So now he has to come up with this like boob motivation. Uh, it's just a really funny day that he's like, oh, it reminds me of. um. Did you ever read Calvin and Hobbes? Tim? Oh, yeah. It reminds me of the comic where, like, for some reason they're making wishes, and Calvin's wish is, like, to dominate the world, and Hobbes is just like, I want a tuna sandwich, and Calvin's like, what a stupid wish, and at the end, Hobbes is like, well, I got my wish, and Calvin looks upset about it. That's what this is. Denji just wants a a sandwich. But then once you get the sandwich, where do you go next? And I think that that's... Keep, keep... Keep tabs on that. That's what this theme. show's about, huh? We also get another really good devil uh, at the very end of this episode. The sea cucumber devil. Good devil. Great devil. Okay, episode three? In episode three, Denji chases that dream to fondle some boobs, and he's also introduced to a person with boobs. His new partner, Power, who's a fiend, which is different from a devil. I don't know the like specific details but she is i guess it's just Fiend. more controllable than a devil fiends are like pretty explicitly just devil man devil okay. men right they're like they they look human mostly but they are themselves de- like former devils right she only her only outward the only outward sign that she is not a human is that she has two cute little red horns um in this episode, she catches on that Denji just wants to touch some boobs, and she says, okay, you can feel my boobs if you rescue my pet cat, Meowie, from a devil, and hijinks ensue. By hijinks, I mean that Power uh, basically deceives Denji. She's trading Denji's life to the Bat Devil, who's a like big himbo of a monster, who then kind of counter-deceives power, eats the cat, eats power, and then Denji and him get into a very good-looking fight, which I liked. Beautiful fight. A+. plus. Yeah. And, like, you could see that betrayal coming, I think. <laughs> like, you, you didn't have any reason to trust power. She's, like, clearly, like, still very devilish. And just as soon as, like, she goes, like, as soon as she knocked him out, I was like, okay, I could have seen that coming. What is weird is that 
Makima has the same deal with power that she does with Denji. Like if if she does if power steps wrong, she's going to get murdered because she's not a human being and their whole job is to kill the devils. But it's weird that they get this free pass to take a bus ride out of town to this random house that ends up like starting a destructive fight in the middle of the city. Like I'm not sure how strict their policies are on their non-human employees. I'd like to read I'd like to read the company handbook. I do think it's like it's implied that they're kind of taking advantage of like the only time when they're not strictly monitored, which is like a break or whatever. So Okay. But they do like they they seem to have a lot of like they get to patrol by themselves, like they're sort of out on the town. They're let loose. I don't know. The other weird thing that happened in this episode is that Makima like you see who's really in charge of this organization, the, I already forget what the organization is called, the Public Safety Devil Hunters. Mm. So she's in front of this, like, extremely Zayla-ish board of old men who are, like, asking her how she's doing and seem to be in charge of her. And they mentioned the Soviets, which made me think, when and where is this show happening? I know this show is happening in Japan, but, like... What is this world? I thought it was contemporary, it is, yeah. but maybe it's not. It's a little, I feel like it's a little, it's a little vague. And they'll get into, I think, some details later. Like, they'll talk about some of the ramifications of devils existing in international politics a little bit. Oh, but great. I couldn't, I also could not tell you if there is a specific year. Okay. So, yeah, so, the, so there's the shadowy organization, which is like another thing we've seen before. I just want to say that, like, that little tidbit was, like, very well-paced. Like, they didn't spend any unnecessary time on it. This episode in particular was really good. And I, I guess all three episodes have been really good at, like, jumping around and filling in a little bit of background on Denji, a little bit of background on power. Like, it never lingers too long on one thing, and it it's... Just very well paced. I think it's a very well edited and paced show. And I'm wondering now if that, like, you know, I don't know how fast you read, Tim, but did, is it, is that a big divergence from the manga, the way they, they're sort of jumping around? I, in, in discussions I've had with people who read the manga, I think the general sense is that it's very slow compared to the manga okay. and that this, this does change the vibe. Mm. Um, because this, this whole stretch spans like less than 10 chapters of manga, which like it, that's, I don't know that that's unusual for anime adaptations, but it does like part of what makes this author's work impactful, I think is the punchiness, mm -hmm. like the getting kicked in the balls five times thing like that all just like, there's a snappiness to that when you're reading it. Yeah. And they've talked, I think in places about the decisions around this show's direction and how they wanted to make it a little more accessible to like normies <laughs> for lack of a better word, um, where they like wanted to make it a little more cinematic. They didn't want it to be like too weirdly animated or stylized. So it has this very like kind of realistic, uh, despite, you know, the fantastical elements, there's a way that this show feels very grounded. That is a little different. And I think some of that is also just the pacing being a little more drawn out, but I don't know. I'm glad to hear that you you like it. I mean, I think in some ways that implies that I think it is a little successful. That's Not so that crazy. Normie, it must be the most frenetic 
manga in the world because i thought it was like i don't know i thought it was moving right well and i think some of this is also the like there's always that bias of like if you know the plot and you're not like experiencing it for the first time everything is always going to feel kind of slow yeah that's so interesting um the other thing it sounds like for i've seen like comparisons of the manga and the anime a little bit and i think that like like you said the manga seems to be more over the top but i before having seen those i think it's still one of the best looking anime i've ever seen it's one of it's really well animated the the fights in particular like i said this episode was really well animated i hear what people are saying about the cgi but i think it wasn't like by this episode I thought it was perfect. And I like I just like looking at these monsters and all their blood and guts everywhere. So is it so it's toned down from the manga it sounds like? Did you watch Dorohedoro? Mhm. I think the 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 thing it reminds me most is if you've ever read a chapter of Dorohedoro and then you've watched the anime. Mm-hmm. The the contrast to me feels similar. This is definitely, to me, I think, prettier and a little, like, higher... I mean, this is a high-budget anime. Like, they they clearly have a lot of resources, and they they animate a lot of very quiet scenes extraordinarily well with, like, great detail in a way that I really appreciate. And so, to me, a lot of this show is, like, I like some of that stuff, and I'm used to seeing it in a very different genre, and so getting it in this type of context is, like, I enjoy it. And I've seen some other people wish that it was more grimy in the way that the manga is and that that's where i'd make that comparison to, to doro Hedoro, where it's like there is a layer of cleanliness to this in spite of how weird and gross the devils still are um but oh, I'm, I'm mostly with you i think it looks really good and i don't know i i don't dislike cgi if it's done well and i think especially episode three like they're clearly a little more secure in it um than i felt they were in episode one yeah i not to not to hit JoJo's with a stray, but like I'm thinking about part six <laughs> and like, especially like some of the backgrounds, like the difference is huge. Like there's, I mean, in the prison, like if you're not one of the three people in the front, like you're not getting drawn at all. You're just a gray blob. Mm. And like looking at this anime, like that's shitty, man. That's bad. Draw everyone. It, yeah, if. It's it's a known issue with a lot of production companies and overwork and underpay and all these other things. There was a whole like speaking of all of this is funny because Chainsaw Man episode two when Denji's taking the bath, one of the things that everyone was calling out is that in the manga he's singing about union jobs and paid time off. Mm. And they don't have that in the anime. And the joke was like, Oh well, yeah, of course they don't have it in the anime. Like none of those things are afforded to animators. And like <laughs> Um, so this, I mean, it's relevant. I mean, this, this discussion is kind of topical for the production schedules and the cycles and the ways in which, when I mentioned that this feels like a labor of love in some sense, part of that is that I think occasionally you'll get these really big name projects that feel like animators are just more willing to put their all into. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's necessarily that these companies are paying differently or like giving them more time. I think it really is just sometimes people care more about one thing than another and i think sadly like jojo's because it's ongoing they know it'll sell well um, yeah that's true it seems like it's getting the short end of the stick a little bit we're never gonna days. stop watching it god damn it i mean you're you're in the ecosystem we're fucking locked in <laughs> the uh so this was the studio was mappa 
and they've done many, many good-looking things. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Jujutsu Kaisen, Kids on the Slope, best Ooh. animated piano playing I've ever seen. Um, Doro Hidoro. Uh, oh, they did Doro Hidoro. No, sh- oh, wow. That's okay. right, Tim. You didn't even realize the parallel you were drawing. I'm on top of my game. You are. God damn. That's why. That's why. Uh, that's why you get asked on to the pod, Tim. <laughs> Other things about this episode, um, about these three eps, I should say. Before I, well, let me talk about this episode before I move on to what I think of the entire show. I like <laughs> so one like little touch of of animation that I really liked was that the Bat Devil, who I think looks extremely cool and gross and evil. I like that the fire hurts him. Like, it just like, it was just a neat, like, it looked really good, him going like, ow, I'm on fire, ow. Like, I felt it too. So that was very well animated. I don't understand how these, so they're the public devil hunters. And at the beginning of this the episode, <laughs> Power makes a giant blood hammer and smashes the shit out of a sea, sea cucumber devil. And she gets in trouble because that was a devil that a civilian hunter was chasing. And apparently you can get in trouble for doing that. So I'm curious to see whether they explore what a civilian devil hunter is. I guess Denji was a civilian devil hunter, but he was working for the mob, so he couldn't have been too on the level. But I just want to know like, where this organization sits in society. I hope they explore that. I also will note, too, that the the... The sea cucumber devil brings me back to the point that I like alluded to earlier, which is I think episode three is when Makima has the explanation in the car after she meets with the the Zele types that devils are sort of like tied to concepts and the scarier the concept is in people's consciousness, the more powerful the devil. Yes. So we have like a tomato devil and a sea cucumber devil and you see that civilians are capable of taking those out pretty handily, Mm -hmm. right? But then you get the bat devil and it's like, oh, this guy's a a big fucking devil yeah (laughs) good way of putting it we also see uh some of power's past life when she's still a devil and she's just like a naked demon and she falls in love with this cat it's very sweet it's very similar to what happens with pochita and denji which as she's about to get eaten she's like oh i get it i get why you're big into your chainsaw dog friend okay that's all three episodes. Do you have any other thoughts on this particular episode, Tim? Uh, power is popular. I really like Power. She talks like a, a friggin' weirdo. Yeah, I like her. Which, yeah, if you speak Japanese at all, like you can tell that she's talking like a little weirdo freak, and it's it's great. Um, the uh, the ending for this episode like stuck in my head for a week. Like each episode has a different ending, mm-hmm. and they're all like these really popular big name groups. And this is the one that they got Maxim the Hormone, who's, I think, probably best known for doing the second Death Note opening. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like a little grungy metal but like, and and like, there's a part of it that is so cool that's like not revealed in the anime until episode four. So I'm like curious why they decided to do it the way they did. But oh, if you did not, if you skipped the endings to these episodes, Miles, I did at least listen to episode three, at least they're they're all worth seeing because the animation's all really good. Okay. Um, 
definitely made, especially past this point. I think three onward, they're like really good. I think episodes one and two are a little like less. Then they're still good. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk shit. I think like these are like crushingly popular bands for all of them at this point. So okay, I don't want to catch. I don't want to like <laughs> catch anyone's phase and astray with this. But um, yeah, three was where it, like I kind of sat up in my chair. I'm like, oh what? Like this is wild. Okay, fine. I'll I do it. Listening it on my commute. Yeah, I'll do, do it, it now that I don't. Then I'm not watching three in a week. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it it's nice as a little like you got a little standalone thing. Okay. Other random thoughts about this show. I was moved. I like like Pochita dying really got me and I think that's what's going to like that's that's what's going to keep me hooked on the show, I think, if I manage to keep watching. The other thing is I'm very curious about what will happen with Denji and Power. So right now like I'm I'm guessing they're going to be friends now and I want it like I think it'll be funny to see how they decide to do that and like what their relationship will be like after this. And the other thing that I'm curious about is I want to know what Magima's deal is. I want to know everything about her. God. So hot. So so hot. Um but yeah. So I was I was down with these three episodes. I enjoyed them. No one on earth needs me to recommend the show. You're all already watching Chainsaw Man. It's me who's the idiot, not you. But it's good. I liked it. You're all correct. That's and I think that's interesting. I don't I don't know how many people I've talked to who like weren't into it already who are watching it now. You might have one of the more glowing endorsements I've heard. Really? Which, Do people not like what? I think people like it, but I think a lot of people because it was so hyped I see. We're sort of like, oh, what? That's it? You know, like they kind of had a, the expectation was too lofty. So I had no expectations going in. I probably like almost everything that people tell us to watch that isn't my idea to watch. I'm like, okay, let's see. You know, <laughs> I'm one of those people. Right. Like, oh, I. I've I've made y'all watch some stuff, so I'm aware. Yeah, so like I don't trust anyone else's taste, and especially because it's popular, I'm like, if it's popular, it's probably bad. But this was good. I I, I was I don't want to say I was surprised. I wasn't expecting it to be bad, but it was. I enjoyed it a lot. Now, and 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 I think some of what these three episodes maybe don't hit on that a lot of people. This show's weird, and I'm curious. Like, do you right now? Where do you expect this show to go? And and do you think it's about as weird as the average anime in this sort? Or or does it feel unique? I know we we talked a lot about how it does a lot of these things you've seen before in the plot setup. Yeah. So yes, it does have those familiar tropes, but I think like the skin of it, the character designs, the weirdo monsters, and just like the you you said grimy and i think that fits it well like just like how how base it seems mm. makes it stand out um in terms of where it's going like i guess they're going to keep unraveling the mystery of whatever makima is doing which i'm curious about like my one worry is like they have to give denji something else to go after or i will become bored so do you think Denji's going to touch a boob? 
I think Denji's going to touch a boob like imminently. Like it doesn't seem like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like he keeps getting everything he wants. And I, I guess what they're going to do is keep escalating that. And he's just never going to be happy. And like, eventually it'll bring him into conflict with like, I'm, I'm expecting Makima and you're probably giggling to yourself because you already know what happens. But I mean, that's sort of what I hope and expect will happen. Well, and I think like that, even within these three episodes, something that I do think is interesting, because I know some people don't like the the crassness of Denji wanting to touch a boob or whatever, but like Shonen Jump is a magazine um, in which this was originally published that is known for creating stories primarily for young boys. And like, there is something that feels very authentic to Denji as like a teen boy mm-hmm. right. um, that I kind of appreciate because I think what is... Without spoiling anything, I do like this series in the ways that it escalates some of these things and find it to be a little more, I don't know, direct and like in some ways weirdly accurate, like despite all of the devils and grossness and all this other stuff, like it has this kind of core element to it around some of that stuff that hopefully you won't be disappointed in if you choose to keep watching. Yeah, and it just, it has a lot of style and I'm a style over substance kind of guy. Well, in this anime, I will say, too, has, like, a very particular kind of style that I also really like. It's It's got a weird quietness in moments. Mm. Like, part of when I say, like, it feels slow, I think, to me, that's, like, individual shots will linger. Yeah. I, I think episode four actually has a really good example of this that's beautifully animated, but it's, like, very quiet, like, pensive kind of a thing, which, like is so at odds with Denji as a character. You know, it just feels like there's this kind of like interesting way that I kind of like that friction. Um, yeah, it's kind of slow, fast, slow, fast. There's those moments where Denji's just hanging out with Pochita. There's him just sitting on the bus with power. Like, yeah, there are a lot of like, episode two in particular, like there's not much action. Um they then they cut the one action scene from the manga that like could have been in that episode, right? Right. Like, yeah. Denji fights a muscle devil. Yeah. <laughs> in that in the manga, and it's like, and I think the fact that they took that out and it still works, like that says a lot uh, about the priority. Yeah, we mostly talked like we mostly talked about the rest stop, Tim. That was the big takeaway for episode two. I mean, we could have talked about the nut kicking more, <laughs> and how they blame it on the getting attacked by a nut devil. <laughs> We could have, but we won't. Um, he kicks he kicks him in the nuts like five times. It's a lot. It's so folks. funny though. <laughs> I don't know because he was being so mean to him. It was just great comeuppance. Those are those moments oh, yeah. where, uh, like in '90s action movies, I think I've talked about this on this podcast before. But we used to watch a bunch of like dumb action movies growing up, and like anytime you have that moment where like Arnold shoves a pipe in a man or like somebody get like at the very end of the movie where the bad guy gets whatever's coming to him my mom would always go da which was like a very like see you see what happens uh sort of noise and that was a that was a da moment for for i forget his name hi aki aki is the everyone calls him aki Aki. in the fandom but i think i still like aki even though he was a total dick Aki gets some mo. You'll you'll be seeing more, and I think what is it? My official stance, just within three episodes with no spoilers, is Aki's hot. I like Aki. Okay, <laughs> it's just my type, you know. Little little like 
he's got a little bit of a shell on him. He's 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 been hurt before. I want to <laughs> help him come out of that shell a little bit, you know? Aki. And um I want uh Makima to step on my throat. <laughs> uh <laughs> oh, yeah, you're a chainsaw man. You're you're in. You're fully in. I mean, that's that's all the, that's if Twitter is any indication, that's the only thing that makes you a Chainsaw Man fan. I'm trying to think of any other random shit I want to say about this anime. Did you at least watch the opening? I did watch the opening. I watched the opening, I think, every time. It's a cool opening. I don't know. I never know what to Very say well about openings, singer. man. <laughs> I mean, this one in particular is like, like I said, I, I'll, I'll try to send you a link of this because I think it's worth everyone watching. But someone compiled a list of all of the like film references in okay. it. So when that first episode dropped, that was like the big topic was like, yo, there's like so many classic film like call outs in this opening. Okay. And like, it's all really cool. So I'll find that for you right now. We even. can put that in the show notes. Yeah. Um, speaking of the show notes, by the way, that's the end of this episode. That's all I want to say. Yeah. I think I don't know when this will come out. Mark, who you all know and love is going to be editing this podcast, but Mark is busy. So cut him some slack if this episode doesn't come out for a long time. <laughs> He's busy raising his child. And if it does come out promptly, write in and explain to Mark why he should prioritize this podcast over his child. Uh, that's it for us. If you have thoughts on the things we've said, once again, that email is anchor. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Mark, come back. I can't do this. <laughs> that email is not anchor anything. It is Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. Please write in and beg for Mark and Jackie to abandon their child so you don't have to hear from me anymore. Or tell me what else to cover because I you know, I have ideas, but you might not like them. You'll like them more if you come up with them. Uh, and that's it. Tim, thanks for spending this time with me. I really appreciate it. I hope it was okay for you. I, you invited me on to talk about one of my fave anime from the past couple years. How could it have been a bad time, you know? And we talked about Taco Bell. For a long time. I'm a fake Taco Bell. I should, but that, you know, any, any chance to talk about food in that context, it's great. I hope there's more food in this anime. There better be. I actually don't remember. And like, now that you say it, yeah, <laughs> just an anime in general, just more food animation. That's right. Um, okay. Thanks for listening, folks. Bye. <laughs>